Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Half Hour with your quarantine dream team, Zigzag and Rufus. Put on your captain's hat because we're going to help you navigate these uncharted territories that are the quarantine. We're going to catch you up on the day's events. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk whatever comes to mind. So grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Half Hour. Ow, ow, ow! I can't hear Rufus. Why don't you listen every now and then? Maybe you can. Why don't you put your listening ears on, dude? <laughs> what other kind of ears would there be? Non-listening ears, Judge Judy? Uh, I don't know. You can use ears for so many things these days if you're willing to have a big-ass hole cut in it and put in a fucking cookie. <laughs> Yay, come on now. I know a decent guy that had some gauges in his ears. Well, I'm sure he's a decent guy. I'm not critical of that. Uh, sure sounded like it, Rufus. It sounded like you were hating on, on uh, gauges and ears. I would not be his friend, but I would hire him to work for me. He would not work for you. He is more successful than you, unfortunately. Well, son of a bitch. Does that mean I need to get plugs in my ears? Well, I don't know. Couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt. Not at your pace and your age, dude. You're a little bit too much of a boomer for gauges in your ears, though, bad boy. That's what I got to say to you. Boomer. Well, I mean, you are considered a boomer, right? Uh, no, my parents are boomers. You got some sour news for you, Jack. You're a boomer. Just no, I'm, I'm Gen X. Yeah, you're a boomer. Have you? Do you not understand how these generations right work? Now, boomer is not a year of being born. Boomer is a mindset, and you are a boomer. Oh fuck no! I hope I'm not. Now that's what my daughter said to me about five years ago. Uh oh. Because I said I'm Gen X too, and she said boomer is a mindset. You're a boomer. <laughs> boomer is a mindset other people have for you. Yeah, boomer is what people call you behind your back. You <laughs> exactly. old son of a biscuit. So what's up? Oh, you just living the dream, Rufus. What's up with you, my man? I'm surprised and happy you could make the show. I thought you were going to be tied uh, up. I didn't think I was going to be able to, but it started raining. Oh, so cool. the canvas was called off, so I'm like, I'm making the show, bitch. Fuck yeah, sweet. You Weather don't think I love this show? You don't, I don't think you think I love this show. I don't think you realize what an important part this show plays in my life. Rufus. I, I do. I don't think the listeners understand because it's just you don't portray that vibe. You always seem so put out to be here. Really? No, of course not. Jesus That's Christ. because I'm not getting paid. As soon as I get paid, I will bring 100%. Nice. Yeah, I'm holding off, too. Yeah, well, no, I mean, uh, I meant you were going to pay me to co-host your show. Remember when I jumped in on your show? Did you ever think it would be created, you were creating the Hypersloth Happy Hour when, uh, when you just were going to have your show and I butted in on it? No, I thought I would interview you for one episode of my show just to find out what this guy I barely remember is up to, and here we are. <laughs> I dominated your show and brought the killer ratings. <laughs> you brought it from zero to two downloads a week. <laughs> yes, I did. I doubled your ratings in one episode. Of course, Unheard that's because of. you and me download the show. Unheard of what I did to your fucking show, brother. <laughs> what, is, what is that? <laughs> What was two, the name of your original show before I horned in on it? I don't even think it had a name. 
Was it the show with no name? I did, It wasn't even a show. I was just recording and tinkering with shit. Was it on? Was it on Vlog uh, Talk Radio or not? Uh, I I don't know if I I may have gotten that first and tried it and then told you about it. But uh, when I called you, I mean, I had literally done like one or two things, and I was like, "This fucking sucks and is boring," and I know nobody else. <laughs> it wasn't though. There was classic parts because I had listened to your. First, I might have been the only person to ever listen to your first two episodes before I decided I need to save your show because I could see it, it. It was fading fast. Just kidding, obviously, Rufus. But it was entertaining. You were reading the paper, and it was very entertaining. I must say, I was actually laughing at your show. Well, I have to go back. Not the content of your show, but you know, I was laughing at your show. Yeah, it wasn't funny. Funny. It was. That's uh, funny. Sad funny. <laughs> you were wearing a sport coat. That was funny. I'm sorry. That. I'm gonna have to ask you to go back to wearing a sport coat to the show. I should wear a sport coat and a t-shirt with a tie. Uh, do you still have that sport coat? That one? No, no. I have a new one. I can wear that one. Why? Why can't you? What happened to that sport coat? Oh, it ended up in our shed underneath a bale of hay, and then who fucking knows what? what you You're just wearing a sport coat. So that was your sport coat phase, where you were wearing your sport coat around, and somehow it ends up in the shed. Well, I thought may as well feel good about myself while I'm doing it. What's funny? I retired that sport coat when I went to the San Francisco for this deposition last year. I brought that sport coat. It's the only one I fucking had, and I. I washed it and I threw it in the suitcase. I didn't look at it. And then I took it out the night before to put it on, and I realized it's just fucking moth riddled and eaten, and it has what? holes and tears and shit all in it. And I was like, "Fuck!" What? So I threw it away in the hotel and I Target and bought a new one. It had moth holes in it. Why does it have moth holes? Are you just making that up? No, I'm serious. It it had been, you know, like in a box in our shed in the backyard for who the fuck knows how long. I have to laugh at the fact that you threw it in the washing machine to wash your sport coat. Is that can you do that, or does the sport coat need special attention? I don't know. I ironed it. But what's crazy? <laughs> oh my god! I, ironed, I love to see video of you ironing your sport coat. No, here's the deal. I pulled it out of my suitcase, and of course, no, not in a garment bag. I just had it in my suitcase. Right. And I took it out, and that's when I was like, oh, this thing looks kind of threadbare. And it's wrinkled, so I, I ironed it in the hotel room with their oh, iron. Like, hey, they have an iron. And I started ironing it, and I noticed this really bad smell coming off of it, you know? And I was like, no. It just smelled fucking like mold and mildew. Did they tell you to go buy a sport coat? Or, I no. Mean, did I, they tell you to wear a sport coat, or were you wearing a sport coat because you felt it was like the right thing to do? No, they told us to, like, dress up as nice as possible. And I said, well, I'm not going to wear a tie, but I'll wear a sport coat. What if you would have showed up in a fucking tuxedo? <laughs> With, like, tails and a top hat? Yes, and been like, they said dress as nicely as possible. <laughs> be a cane? <laughs> yes, and a, a bottle of champagne. <laughs> Talk with a fake accent. <laughs> Did you, whatever happened with that case, did you ever find out if anything was happening or is it just going to be this ongoing case for years and years and years to come? Like most uh, It's under appeal, but it, it's going to go on and on and on and on. It'll probably be going on long after I'm retired from the fucking business. So, so who appealed it, your guys or their guys? Our guys. Okay. Our guys. Oh, they, they decided to go under appeal because you guys could be in big trouble or not? 
No, we're, yeah, we're the ones levying the charges. We're not. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's probably not a good sign then. No, but, but what's frustrating, at least for, you know, the people in my company who give a shit, which is not me, <laughs> uh, you know, after our, our, whatever you call it, our charges, the lawsuit, I don't know, got like slammed down. It was like within weeks that everybody was paraded in front of Congress to testify saying to Congress exactly what we were saying, and they were putting Google and everybody else under the fucking grindstone to fucking explain everything we were already saying. So, like, everything that we claimed had been justified, like, a month later. And so now we're having to use that in our appeal, but... Well, hey, maybe there's some hope, then. Maybe there's hope. Yeah, but I just don't care. I know you don't care. Well, what is... I mean, what's at stake? Is it millions of dollars at stake, or is it a reputation at stake? For me, it's neither one of those fucking things. I know, I know. But they called on you to testify with your expertise. What are they trying to use you to get with their with your expertise? Yeah, like uh, thirty or forty million dollars, I think, was a lawsuit or something like that. And will you be compensated for your time? No. Your expert testimony? I get that's my job, zigzag. I'm not getting. I say we get a lawyer, and we go after your fucking people. And say this is bullshit. What I'm hoping, what I'm hoping is that by the time it really is coming to fruition again for this fucking appeal, I'm out of that fucking company. And if they want me to testify, it's going to come with a hefty fucking consulting price tag. Can you do that? Or they well, I mean, subpoena you as an ex ex employee. They can subpoena me, but if they do, I'm not going to take it very fucking seriously. You would say they can suck my subpoenas. <laughs> yes, and my balls. <laughs> you're locked up. Your your uh, camera locked up, but it's a good picture of you. I should take the picture of this and send it to you. Oh shit! What happened? Hang on. Let me. Let me, let me oh, I'm, dude! Right when I was gonna take the most awesome picture in the world, you you flubbed it. Now, can you see anything? I can see you. Then I can't see you. Now I see you. There you go. There you go. You're doing some jujitsu, it looks like. Must have it short in the wire. <clears throat> or long. Or long. Oh, boy. I do have a long wire. Whoa! Listen, to look at you. You're actually doing the show, and it's still sunlight out. I don't know how you do it. I thought you were getting a giant screen. So you know what? Be like, this is a late-night program, kids, and we can cuss and say fuss and shit. See, now you're frozen up. I think it's because we have storms coming in, like hailstorms and shit. I think I'm frozen up on my end. Can you hear me still? No, I can see Slothy. I mean, yeah, I can hear you. I just can't see you. There you go. Peace to peace. Telephone. Hello. It's your mom. Hey, mom. (laughs) No, I'm still hanging out with that guy. Okay. Yes, I'll have him home before midnight. So, did you have a curfew when you were a kid, just out of curiosity? Uh, not really, no. Did you go out a lot as a kid, or were you pretty much homebound on the weekends? Uh, I was homebound. Were you really? Yeah, just, I don't know. I didn't like hanging out or doing crazy shit. So you didn't have any friends, is what you're saying. I had plenty of friends, but we were, well, yeah, we would hang out, but we'd always hang out at, like, each other's homes and, like, play music and fuck off and shit. We didn't go, like, carousing and doing crazy stuff like what exactly what do you consider 
crazy stuff that high school kids are doing when they're not hanging out at each other's houses in the 1980s, that is. Keggers, I guess? You never went to a kegger? Uh-uh. What? Well, I, I didn't even know of any keggers. If I'd known of one, I might have gone. Did you go to, like, a high school party where people were drinking beers out of cans and not necessarily keggers? No, never did. What? I, I didn't even know about them. It never it came up on my radar. So basically what you're telling me is that you were a virgin when you started St. Edwards. Yes. <laughs> were you? Just out of I, curiosity? I never had a, a lick of booze until I was 21. Legit, for I real. Didn't say, I, meant, I didn't mean a booze virgin. I meant a regular virgin. Oh, yeah, totally, dude. In high school? No, no action. I was a No? What? A smooth operator like Rufus goes to college of true weirgin? What happened, dude, is is the coolness hit me too late. I didn't pick up a guitar until I was, like, the summer before my senior year. And by the end of high school, I was like a rock god in school, but by then it was too late. Why was it too late? How was it ever too late? Well, I mean, it's just got to build, you know. I didn't play a guitar, and I had plenty of luck in high school. Well, yeah, sure. But, I mean, I did have amazingly good looks and devilishly charmed uh, attitude, so, of course, I was shagging. You know what you told me once at Roehampton? I don't know. I'm a boobies and brewski man. I've always always remembered this. You said, uh, you can't drive a spike with a tack hammer. That's exactly right. I said I use that about once a year to someone. It's fucking gold. <laughs> I think you're the only one that ever got it, maybe. <laughs> I'm just glad I didn't get the spike. Well, <laughs> not while I was awake, did. anyway. That's right. A couple of you thought you were a virgin in high school. Turns out you got <laughs> you weren't. I'm a front virgin, not a back yeah, virgin. You're not a back virgin. <laughs> you were like a barn door. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I'm glad folks tuned in to this most awesomest of episodes of the Hyperslot Happy Half Hour. Call us up, folks. Tell us about the first time you were uh, accosted by someone like Rufus in high school. 646 668 the Hypersloth Happy Half Hour on now. Uh, so, there you go. So uh, what's shaking in Texas, man? What's going on down there? The power back on? Yeah, power's back on. Okay, just wondering. I know you guys had a pretty good spell there for a while. I didn't know if everything was fixed up or not yet. So, no, same old just boring existence here. Texas got hit pretty hard this past year with – Wherever you were, you didn't you guys get a really bad storm coming in, like a fucking hurricane? Uh, not here. We got the big ice storm. The the entire yeah, I know. State but before that, you got, then you get a hurricane. We did to live. Yeah, that's why one reason why we're here. Is it? You were like fuck this other place. We've been evacuated like twice, and we're like fuck it. This is what's the fucking point? There is no. If point. we're gonna be evacuated, let's just stay where we're evacuated. That's kind of what happened. That's funny because my uh, in-laws are selling their house in North Carolina because they're sick of evacuating. It's not the one you vacation at, is it? No, that's my place. So my, but it is, it's in the same city. They actually have a like a fucking $2 million house in the city. Not in the city, but on the beach there. 
But Has your uh, place ever been uh, like in peril or damaged? By oh yeah, hurricane? dude. What, you know what? Last year or the year before, Chris Cuomo from uh, CNN was like one block over from my fucking place during a hurricane. No shit. But that little fucking place fucking stands strong, dude. I don't know what it is. Like places get wiped out, and that little fucking place just fucking hangs in there. I don't. I don't even know how. Wow. It should have been washed out to sea fucking years ago. It's. It has to be some sort of sloth vibe. And then yeah. And then like for four years in a row, it got hit with fucking hurricanes. I'm two in two years. This is over the last like four or five years. If, when you're not there, is it vacant, or do you have, like, a, a keeper that kind of comes in and checks on it? It's vacant. But, I mean, it's in a complex, you know what I mean? So, But no one goes inside there. But uh, we've had so many hurricanes lately that when I go down in June, mm-hmm. I have to install hurricane shutters. Wow. Damn. They're making me. The, the Homeowners Association is making us install hurricane shutters. What that entails, Rufus, I have no idea. None That's at all. A lot of money. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what kind they're telling people to install. Do they have a list? No. They This fucking place provides you with nothing. Not one thing. And they have these random, like, board member meetings where they decide stupid shit like that, that they're fucking going to make you uh, add a fucking storm shutters. And then they don't tell anybody for, like, two years. And they're like, oh, by the way, uh, if you don't put your storm shutters up by the end of the month, we're charging you an extra $100 on your homeowners association fee. Oh. Clever. What a racket. Listen, I'll tell you what. You know what a racket is? A racket is a homeowners association. Yeah, absolutely. I would never, ever be part of one ever, ever again. Were you in one? Our first house that we built in Kyle, Texas, was in a HOA. Didn't know anything what an HOA was. We're like, okay, whatever. Got fined so many times. I don't fucking remember. But we got locked out of the fucking swimming pool and fined. And people would come by and mow our lawns and leave us a bill. We're like, what the fuck? And, like, I'm not talking about, like, it was shaggy and full of dandelions and, right. like, you know. They just jump out with a fucking yardstick and they're like, ready to mow. Yep, exactly. This grass yeah. is two and a half inches tall. Uh-uh. Yeah, this place is fucking crazy, dude. This place out of this little apartment or little condominium complex collects about fucking 50 grand a month. Mm. Right? And they don't spend any of it on fucking anything. And then they're, like, always trying to, like, upcharge you something. I'm like, where does that fucking money go? I was going to ask you that. Like, where the fuck does 50 grand a month go? I have no. They're always like, we paid down the insurance or we paid down something or we, you know what I mean? They're always paying down something. Why don't they pay to have the... Why is this place in debt? They should pay to have all the windows installed. Well, that was the latest, dude. I get a call from the guy, right, the homeowner's guy. And they're like, we're, we're replacing some windows and some units, blah, blah, blah. They're leaking onto the bottom unit. You need to pay to have this window replaced, right? And it's like a bank of windows. It's like three windows. It's probably like 10 feet long. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I paying for that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Anything outside the building is supposed to be the, the homeowner's association is supposed to pay. That's what you pay the monthly dues for, right? right? Yeah, and he, they got a fucking, they ended up not replacing it. I'm like, well, go ahead and rebuild the fucking wall, and whatever. I'm not paying three thousand dollars to replace this window because you have your contractor call me, right, and try to fucking sell me on the idea. And I say no. I'm like, <laughs> let. I just said, look, the the part of the shit that is leaking is outside of the building. It is not raining inside of the window. Mm-hmm. Right and leaking on the interior of the fucking building, it's leaking from the outside. 
your problem, not mine. Jesus Christ. That's what Double Z does. Behind the fucking, I'll tell you what, dude, no one is tougher than me behind the keyboard. I no, no. Did you really? Capital letters, exclamation points? No, I didn't get any too crazy. I want him to know that I was still respectful of him. Sure, sure. No, I did talk to him on the phone, and I just said, no. I said, no, I'm not doing it. And I, the, the guy, I think, was, like, taken aback like nobody had ever said no before. And he's like, oh, uh, well, you have to do it. And I said, no, I don't have to do it. <laughs> he, you know what? I probably should have done it, and I probably should have just paid for it. But he was the way he asked, I didn't like it. The fact that he asked, I don't like. Well, I mean, okay, you know what? Say, hey, there's some damage happening, blah, blah, blah. But don't call and be like, you need to replace that window. Right. And it's three grand. And I'm like, no, no, I don't. And no, I won't. <laughs> End of story. So what can he do? Does he have any recourse other than just no. whimpering? <laughs> Pretty much it and, and probably tossing and turning at night with dreams of me fucking probably, strangling me out. You were on his mind when he beat his wife that night. I hope I was. I hope <laughs> I do too. I'm sure he's a pencilly neck little idiot that fucking calls and collects money and tries to sell people shit they don't need for a living. People in the charge of HOAs are like little Napoleons or little Hitlers, you know? Next, if I ever own property again, I got this great idea from a guy, a friend of mine who is, he owns like a bunch of apartments, like little apartments, right? Like not low income, but not like high income fucking apartments, but he has like 30 units. And he's always telling me how he has to go around and collect money, right? And this is one of the nicest guys I know. I've known this guy for 20 years. I'm real estate with him for 20 years. And he was, he was telling me, and I'm like, Galeman, I can't see you going out and fucking collecting money, Right. Yeah. He's like, well, here's the trick. And I don't know where he learned this trick. He's like, I don't ever collect for myself. I never act like I'm the owner. I'm always like the good guy who's there just to collect. But I have my owner who he calls Mr. Pennypacker, right? <laughs> and, of course, Pennypacker has like a giant business in Chicago. Sure. So he always goes to the door collecting. He's like, yeah, I'm here to collect, blah, 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 the name of his business. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. And then they like start getting giving the stop story. He's like, yeah, I mean, I get it, but Mr. Pennypacker, he just doesn't have time to hear these sob stories, and I'm just working for him. Oh, so, my God. you know, I can't. There's not really anything I can do for you. It's fucking awesome. That is awesome. Pennypacker. Wow. Pennypacker. What a fucking name. I know. I love it. <laughs> so I always call him Pennypacker when I talk to him. Mr. Pennypacker. But what a great fucking idea. I actually told a lady that that owned a – that I worked with – not worked that I was opening a bank account, right, recently? Yeah. And the lady was telling me that she had some uh, some units, and she was telling me how she always was a sucker for the sob story, right? Because my dad owned a bunch of real estate, and he was a sucker for a fucking sob story. Sure. And that's the fastest way to fucking get in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You just got – unfortunately, you can't make people's problems your problems because as soon as they know they got a soft heart on the line, people will fucking take it. She was telling me how they took advantage of her, and uh, I told her the penny packer story. I said, you just blame someone else. You just make up a name, and you are collecting on their behalf. And she's like, I think we're going to do that. You should follow up and see how well it works for her. Well, her name's Tina. I will follow up with her. I will see her uh, in a couple Tuesdays. Awesome. Get her on the show. That would be awesome, because she's actually kind of cute. Okay, get her on camera. Uh, Hello. Let's pack her her pennies. 
<laughs> Penny Packer. Penny Droder. Oh, my God. Penny Guzzler. <laughs> oh, man, you're out of control, Rufus. Yeah, I, you're I, out of control. What's for dinner at the Rufus house tonight? Ah, shit. I don't even know yet. I don't know. We're having hot dogs. You know what really? I just had, though? My daughter oh. has decided that she is a vegetarian now. Uh-oh. So I had some vegetarian chicken nuggets. And you know what? Honestly, dude, you can't even tell the difference between that and a real chicken nugget. We had vegetarian chicken nuggets like two days ago. You for the did? first time ever. Yes. Really? My wife suddenly decided she wants to be like vegetarian or some form of it. And she bought some, uh, you know, quote unquote chicken, C-H-I-C-K apostrophe N nuggets or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how'd you like them? They weren't too bad. We had them in like, uh, unlike pasta with sauce, made it kind of like a yeah, primavera thing, whatever you call it. Uh, what do you call that? Hold on. Parmigiana. Chicken parmigiana. Parmigiana. Yeah. It was nice. good. I, I couldn't tell that much of a difference. I mean, a little bit, but not enough to be like, this is. Yeah, like you, couldn't, like you couldn't be like, I can't eat this. You I could give it to someone is... and say it's chicken, and they might think, oh, it's a little overcooked or dry or something. But, uh, yeah, it's chicken. Yeah, I mean, especially if it's chicken in that particular form, right? Mm-hmm. When you get into the nugget areas, you're like, yeah. you're knowing, you're like, nah, it's not, it's chicken, yes. Is it chicken meat? I don't know. Is it chicken gristle? I mean, what part of the chicken is this from? Right. It was near a chicken once. Didn't we look up what's in a chicken McNugget and what makes it all spongy on the inside? And it was something that was pretty gross, if I recall correctly. Like connect uh, tissue or something. Yeah, that's why it's chopped and formed. <laughs> they really do still taste good, though. I don't know what they do to the outside of a chicken nugget to make it taste so good, but goddamn, they're good. Uh, I, I can't taste the inside. I I will get a craving that I cannot stop for McDonald's chicken McNuggets. I know they and they know that, and that's why a lot of times they're like throwing a four piece McNugget for a buck and a quarter. Oh, I will go just yes. for that. I will go just for that. I'll just be like, I just want a twenty piece nuggets, and I'll just piece. eat like chips. You know, zero. How many can you get through? Um, well, I get through. But by, by the time I do that, I'm usually hungry. I can get through them all. Can you get through a twenty piece? Sure, fuck yeah. Without fries, obviously. No, I usually just get the the twenty piece. But if it, it'll be like on a drive, like if I'm going, you know, to the right. office or back or something. What is your sauce of choice with the McNuggets? Um, dude, I'm I'm pretty uh, minimalist. I I don't even usually use a sauce. You only really need the sauce if they're not hot, honestly, I think. But yeah. the, the best sauce that they have, and I want the listeners to hear this, is their hot mustard sauce, which was one of the original sauces that were offered with the McNuggets. I remember the first time really? I had chicken McNuggets. I was really? actually driving to that place with my mom and my brother and sister and driving to that place in North Carolina, and McNuggets had just come out. Wow. And we stopped, and my mom got a couple of 20 pieces. No lie. I remember when McNuggets came out. McDonald's was like a mythical thing for me because we didn't have them in my little town. They were in Austin, like an Marble hour Falls away. Marble did not have a fucking McDonald's? We didn't get one until I was in high school, and it was the biggest fucking news. It had, it had happened. It, it had been promised and fallen through for like years. And finally <laughs> no, when it the happened, old fable, the old oh, yeah. legend of McDonald's coming to Marble Falls. I remember growing up, all I heard was maybe one day we'll get a McDonald's. <laughs> And we and until then it was 
every now and then my parents would go to Austin for some reason and drag me along, usually to go to Barton Creek Mall, and they'd stop in a McDonald's somewhere because it was a special deal, you know. Was that on your way to Olin Mills to have your uh, your portrait taken or the Sears uh, Studio? I, I don't recall. Did you guys ride time. the covered wagon with Ma and Pa into the fucking... <laughs> I did that at Six, at Six Flags in her little old-timey camera booth. Did you really? I think oh, I yeah. saw that picture, actually. Really? Yeah. Is holding a gun? Of course, to my head. <laughs> With your folks? <laughs> you did one, and someone's holding a gun to their dad's head or their mom's head. <laughs> I was just going to say my dad was holding a gun to my head. <laughs> I'm not ready to finish you off. I wonder if they would let you take that picture. They have your dad hold a gun to your head and your mom's right. crying in the oh, background. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, how hilarious would that be for one of the worst pictures ever? Dude, I can't believe nobody's done a joke picture like that at one of those cheesy places. You need to do that. We definitely need to do that. Oh, I had something so important to say, Rufus, but then it went to Olin Mills. Oh, it was about the legend of McDonald's in Marble Falls. We have that legend here now about a Chick-fil-A, right? About a Chick-fil-A coming to our town. Yeah. Even though there's one one town over. And then my daughter, who sees nothing but Chick-fil-A, decided she didn't like Chick-fil-A's politics. So now they eat at Chick-fil-A. They're iffy, apparently. They are very iffy. They don't like gays and lesbians or black people or... They don't like a lot of stuff, a lot of normal stuff. All companies are run by rich people who have ideas and beliefs you don't fucking agree with. I so. know. It's crazy. And then you're like, how do they get in those positions? It's because they know other rich people that have the same psychotic fucking ideas. Networking. All right, Rufus Double Z saying, ow, 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 love you, brother. And we will talk on maybe Friday. Maybe Friday's in the books. All right. Well, keep me posted. I will, brother, and I will keep you posted about, well, I won't keep you posted because we're going to save it for another show. It'll be a surprise. be a surprise. You'll know if I kill myself that we didn't win. If you don't show up, I'll assume the worst. Okay, go ahead. Please do. <laughs> you always do anyway. All right, folks, that will be out. Rubus out. Out. Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.